Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Jacqueline. And on this episode of Like This Pod Book Club, we think you're going to like the four books that we read in June. <laughs> well, we mostly read. Most. I Jacqueline, Jacqueline read all four. All of them. <laughs> I finished three and two-thirds of one. All right. That works. Mm-hmm. So we read yes. all the books. We read The Gray Man. Mm-hmm. By Mark Greeny. Greeny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what that's one of the books you guys all voted on. It's the one that won. Yeah. Um, we read The Wicked Deep. Yes. We read Cult Classic. Yes. Wicked Deep, Shire and Show, Cult Classic, Sloan Crosby. Crosley. Crosley. Yeah. And then we read I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston, who yes. you know that we love always. Also, oh, oh, BRB. Oh, yeah. Megan has something exciting, you guys. So I'm going to sit here while she does that. <laughs> So, we were, we love Casey McQuiston, obviously. I'm out of breath because I just ran all the way down my stairs and all the way back up. So, I pre-ordered this book Mm -hmm. to support her because we love her. Which is the Kiss Shara Wheeler book, for those of you who are not watching. I Kiss Shara Wheeler, yeah. Um, And I saw, and if you ordered it from Books Are Magic, which is Emma Straub, who is another author, her bookstore... Um, that they, she would sign it. So I'll take a screenshot for those of you who aren't on the live. It says to Megan and Jacqueline of like this pod signed by Casey McQuiston. Yeah. It's so, so cool. I got it as a surprise for Jacqueline. Even though yeah. I'm, it's, it's for us. I, I'm, it's going to, I'm going to have custody of it, but <laughs> it was still a surprise for Jacqueline. <laughs> I like walked into her house and she's like, I have something to show you. I was like, Okay. And I squealed a little bit. A lot. It was fun. So, so yeah. So we just want to start with Gray Man and then work our way through. That works. Okay. That works for me. So, do you, because you understood the book more than I did, do you want to give a short synopsis of The Gray Man? (laughs) Okay. Um, So, The Gray Man is essentially how I read it was it's like a mix of James Bond and John Wick. So there's this guy, he's an assassin. They decide that, you know, they don't want him anymore because he did something, you know, that he shouldn't have in quotation marks. And then it's just kind of like open season on this man. And they have all of these like plans in place to do all of these things. And he just like gets out of all of them because he's the best ever always. Um, and you all know how that works. So um, that's like the short little thing. Um, obviously, we're going to spoil it because this is book club and that's what we do. But um, he doesn't die at the end. Well, you guys, there's like 11 books in this series. Yeah. So he doesn't die. Everything is generally fine. Um, the main bad guy, you know, gets defeated as he should. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that we read this book is because the movie is coming out on Netflix. 
I'm really excited for the movie. Me too. I think you're going to like the movie better. Me too. Obviously, but I think you're like actually going to like the movie. Well, because it's, Uh, I think visually it's going to be a lot easier for me to follow. They just, this is not my like genre. And so they used a lot of jargon that I didn't understand. And also I had a hard time discerning between when we were with Lloyd and when we were with the other guy. That's fair. So I was like, where, until the British guy would start talking, I didn't know where we were, like who we were with. Okay. Because it was, because it's told from like a dual perspective. Yeah. So I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And I'm still not sure, you guys. That's okay. But it's fine. I, I, you know, part of this show is to get us out of our comfort zones. And I made Jacqueline read Bunny. She (laughs) (laughs) But you guys, in this movie that we are going to watch July oh, yeah. 22nd when it comes out <laughs> we get all of the best people we have Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling who are the two main men as you will mm-hmm. um Ana de Armas uh R- uh Roger Jean Page uh um, I do not know how to say that you did a really good job I was hoping you should say it very fast I just did it yeah yeah um I think Billy Bob Thornton's in it too um I'm trying to figure out because like you guys I was looking at the IMDb page and it doesn't give you everybody's name no it gives you three it gives you Anna Darmus's name like as the character which is not in the book so I'm interested to see how that goes um and then Chris Evans is Lloyd and Ryan Gosling is Court Gentry aka the great man mm-hmm. um but then there's all these other people and none of them have like actual names other than like tech da 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 and all that kind of stuff so I'm very interested to see how it's going to work um I like have ideas of who I think they are, but I'm I'm waiting to see. Oh, Billy Bob Thornton is Donald. Okay, that checks out. Mm-hmm. That checks out. I I'm willing to bet. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I thought he was British. Donald. Yes, he is. Okay. Maybe he's just not going to be British in this one. Also, the Russo brothers are directing. I was just going to say it's their. <laughs> It's the Russo Brothers, and it's, like, in conjunction, I think, with, like, the Agbo Productions or whatever their thing is, their studio that they have now. So, it's going to be good. Yes, it's going to be good. And we watched the trailer, and I'm already obsessed with it, so. (laughs) But I really liked it. It was definitely a good, like a good break from everything that we had been reading because they're all relatively similar yes um and it just was kind of like this is totally different not even the tiniest bit of the same things that we are reading like there's no love story in this whatsoever and it's not fantasy like it's totally like what yeah you're she's 100 correct it's like 100 in the other direction and i was really proud of myself because I was like listening to this book and I could see it all happening in my head nice like and that's what I think I liked the most about it is like once I equated it with something like John Wick and like James Bond and everything I was like perfect I've got it in my head we're good I know what's Mm -hmm. happening and because we have the movie I knew what these people looked like it's true so I was just like imagining Ryan Gosling doing all these things and imagining Chris Evans doing all these things and I'm going to laugh hysterically during this movie guaranteed I like it (laughs) and I hope that they make Lloyd a little bit more badass than he is because he's kind of wimpy in this book yeah I agree 
but I think they are based on what we've seen in the trailer and based on what we know about Chris Evans they're gonna make him a little bit more badass yeah so also um but we'll talk about that when we get there okay it's not it's not relevant I was pulling out my my stuff for later and Ah. so so yeah I don't have a lot to add um I don't think I'll read more in the series just because this wasn't for me yeah but I could tell that it was written well and I was like I wasn't bored yeah um I just wasn't I didn't connect with it if that makes sense like there were things I found interesting yeah um and there was a lot of like technical stuff yeah. Like, cause it listed all the guns that they used and mm-hmm. all of the vehicles and that kind of stuff. And I know what a lot of them are like, kind of what they're supposed to look like. So I was like, okay, that's what this is. That's what they're doing here. And like, yeah. so it made sense to me because that's the kind of books and things that I like. So it yes. works. Yeah. Um, I would say it's definitely like, and I'm not like a gender stereotyping kind of person, but it's definitely good. It's a dude book. Like yeah, it is. It's very much a dude book. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'll probably read more over time. Like when I need a break again, I'll pick one up and read it. I don't necessarily know that I don't really think that you are gonna need to have read others to read more. I feel like I don't that's think not how so either works. You know, I think it's kind of like the James Bond situation where like you know, um, you know the general premise of things and you don't need to have watched other ones to know what's going on in this one like it's fun (coughs) to have like the the tiny like plot lines that go through or the little details but it's not necessary but it is like John Wick in that all of this takes place in 48 hours yeah it's a really short amount of time it's like almost feels like like play like a play-by-play yeah which I think is really cool. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, and then two weeks later, like, don't give me that. Mm-hmm. I want it to happen in the 48 hours. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Because there's a lot of action, too, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. Like, it's a long-ish book, and I didn't ever feel like it was like, oh, my gosh, can you hurry up? Like, there was yeah. always, like, action, 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 which mm-hmm. you know that I appreciate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and you read this one right after Wicked Deep, right? Yeah. So it was probably a really nice reprieve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because I read, what order did I read them in? I think you read Cult Classic first. Yeah, I read Cult Classic, and then (coughs) Wicked Deep, then Gray Man, and then, because I read them in the order that I would like them reversed. (laughs) I like it. Because I'm like, if I'm gonna, like, be, like, pushing to try and get them done, because you guys, even though I had four weeks to do this, I still started it last week. Yeah, I read all of them last week. <laughs> um, I was like, if I have to, like, rush one, I at least want it to be one that I like. <laughs> yeah. So. I like it. That's funny. So that's The Gray Man. Yeah. And then we read Wicked Deep, which I had read. Yeah. Um, I forgot. Yeah. I wanted to read it in June. And I've been trying to get to read, to read it for a while, even though it's definitely, like, a Halloween-esque book, but... yeah. The swan season is June 1st through the summer solstice. So I was like, yeah. we have to read it in June. So happy swan season, friends. Um, actually, it's over now. Yeah. But it was. The solstice was last week. Yeah. But the premise, so this is my fir- the first Shay Earnshaw book I read. I read it because, well, A, because it has the, the world's most beautiful cover. Um, it has a really, really pretty cover. 
but it also the description said i have to see it doesn't say it on the goodreads one it doesn't on the amazon one i think because i'm a sucker for marketing Um, yeah, it says Hocus Pocus meets Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic meets the Salem Witch Trials and the Haunting Story about three sisters on a quest for revenge. And I'm like, perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> um, so the the book is about a town that is cursed because in the I guess 1800s that's when the witch trials happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, three sisters came into town and they thought they were witches. And so they drowned them. Yeah. And so now the sisters come back and they inhabit the bodies of three girls because they were they were young, they were teenagers. Um, so they inhabit the bodies of three girls and they drown three boys every summer. At least. At least three boys. At least three boys every summer. Um, and so you're spending a summer in this town with Penny, and um, she meets this like mysterious boy. Mm-hmm. who comes to the island and um this the here you know things happen chaos ensues chaos ensues yeah i really like the book because i think it's very atmospheric mm-hmm. um i think that i actually enjoyed reading it more than listening to it okay. um i enjoyed listening to it but it's like because the story is slow it's like nice to like read it and like really like devote your time into it when I was listening to it I found myself tuning it out a little bit that's fair and you had already Uh, read it and I had already read it so you were like yeah yeah so did you figure it out oh yeah yeah oh yeah did you figure it out from the beginning almost immediately yeah at first when Bo first showed up I was like is this gonna be a weird like switch thing and then I was like nope it's, it's Penny like soon as she had the dream did you know about Kyle? As soon as it was the dream. I didn't really care about it. I figured, yeah. I figured, but I was like, the whole thing with it being like, he's here for revenge because of his brother. I was mm-hmm. just like, whatever. Like, Well, the big, big twist <laughs> is that Penny yeah. drowned Kyle. Yeah. Like, she's the one that, and then at the end of the book, which I still was mad about the second time around, that he's like, oh, I guess it's fine because it wasn't fine. really her. And I have to tell you guys, I freaking love Hazel. Plus, I mean, my daughter's middle name is Hazel, but I do love Hazel. Yeah, Hazel is pretty cool. But yeah, as yeah. soon as as soon as Penny had the dream that she was in the water, I was like, okay, so now she's being inhabited and it's going to be yeah. my sister. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the dad, too. The dad, the dad. I knew something fishy was happening with the dad, and I mm-hmm. liked that little, like, twisty part. It wasn't mm-hmm. really a twist. It was, like, an explanation. I did yeah. like that. He defeated the, or he figured out how to defeat the curse. Yeah, and then she just pushed him over. She's like, yeah. bye. She's like, no, 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 no. I, I like this body. I'm going to yeah. stay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is also becoming a Netflix movie. We don't know when. There's not okay. been a release. But yes, it's also like the rights have been purchased. Everything I, is. It is. But I think it'll make a good movie. Yeah, I do too. I think if they, as long as they put it, I mean, put it back, do it in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Like it is. Like go up there, do the things. Mm-hmm. I think it could be really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. It definitely gave me like Twilight vibes though. 
Yeah. Just, just with like the atmosphere and yeah. everything, kind of like like La Push, like that whole like. Thing. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was envisioning, like when they did mm-hmm. like the bonfire and they were at the mm-hmm. beach and the rocks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is where we are, <laughs> which I sure. know is Washington. You guys, I'm not dumb. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did have a little bit of that. Vibe. <laughs> yeah. But I did. I liked it. Okay. I liked it. It was. It was slow. It is slow. Like, you had said you're like the story is slow and it is there's some times where I'm like all right let's let's move on yeah like there's some weird there's go ahead the whole part where Penny and Bo are like working on the orchard and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. this is not necessary and then you're gonna tell me that she cut her finger and then later we like this whole scar thing I'm like that was not necessary (laughs) that's not necessary for part of the plot I thought that was a bottle of Jack Daniels. I, like, I guess I just saw you <laughs> drinking that out of the corner of my mouth and I was like, all right, we're going hard. It's tea. <laughs> I have tea. <laughs> all right. Do you want to do, let's end with Shara. So walk us through a cult classic. All right. So cult classic was Caitlin's pick. I'm sorry, Caitlin. I'm so sorry, Caitlin, but this book was not it. Was not for me. No, not even a little bit. I tried and I like got slightly interested at one point and then I was done. I I quit. I had to quit the book. I, the end was fine. Like it was predictable and like, but it was fine. I only have two and a half hours left. I might go finish it just so I can count it, but yeah, because I'm behind. I'm like like, nine books behind Jacqueline. (laughs) Actually, I might be like, like 12 books behind her now. Yeah. We'll get get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but cult classic is there's this woman who it's hard to like explain it because it's just bizarre. It's something it the prop the biggest problem that I had with it was that it was so clinical. Yes, it was so very clinical, and I did not. It was crap. Dry. It was very dry. It was kind of like like bunny but not as fever dreamy like more like it was like if bunny was written in a psychological like magazine yeah which makes sense because they're talking about like she (coughs) worked for like i think modern psychology or psych something like that some kind of magazine and so like and they all everybody like around her life um are either like her boyfriends or they worked for this magazine so it's all like very clinical just to start with and it just went from there (laughs) but um basically what ends up happening is so she has this fiance who leaves because he's well he leaves um yeah and then like she just like starts seeing all of these ex-boyfriends she's like what the heck so she like talks to her friend about it and then her friend's like i'm gonna take you somewhere and she takes her to this cult where her old boss has like found all of these people who are sending out vibes yeah. <laughs> essentially so that she can meet 
these ex-boyfriends again and get like not necessarily the closure because that's not what they're there for but yeah. that's essentially what it is is to get the closure but it's all done through like the power of suggestion and set, you know meditating out all these things and yada yada and it's specifically for her because she's the first test subject yeah. and then it just like starts hemorrhaging money <clears throat> there's all these people I'm gonna spoil the crap out of it so you don't have to read it if you don't want to um, yeah she goes in at one point and she's like I'm done with this I hate this whole thing she goes in there and uh her fiance is there he's been living there for the past two weeks um he's like yeah I wanted them to do this to see you know because you were you know to see all this stuff because I saw the box of things that you've <coughs> saved from all your exes I'm like that's kind of weird but okay but then they still stay together which is weird. Um, and then her boss dies in the elevator. It crashes and he dies. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of like go on with their lives. It's weird. I feel and they like- just talk about things so just like nonchalantly. Like <sighs> in like the first like 10% or whatever, she just keeps talking about this, she just keeps mentioning this abortion just very casually. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know about the abortion. He knows about the abortion. The abortion. The abortion. The abortion. Yeah. I'm just like, but but the two of them don't talk about their pasts. Their no. past people. I'm like, that seems not healthy, but okay. Yeah. Um. And then there's this other guy that she. Sorry, this is gonna like trigger people, but she lied to him about getting like assaulted mm-hmm. because that was the only way that he could like care for her and like have sex with her. I'm like, mm-hmm. ma'am, you're gonna know. You cannot sit here and lie about that just for this. Ma- no, I, once that happened, I was done. I did not want to finish it, but you know that I have to finish these books. Yeah. But I was just done <laughs> with that. Yeah. And I did not, ca- I never cared about her. No. Not even a little bit. Not, I was like, I don't care about any of your stuff. You got, you need to go see somebody and work your stuff out. Because yeah. it was not great. Um, yeah, I. Sorry, Caitlin. Sorry, Caitlin. And you know what, Caitlin didn't know the book yeah. just came out. Yeah. So, I feel like the the idea of the story is good. Yeah, it sounds the really idea, interesting. The idea is good. The execution, not good. Yes, agree. Not, not good. Like, it just was not, not it. Couldn't do it. If you liked it, please tell us, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry we're ripping it apart, but, like, maybe it made more sense to you. Maybe you know all of the, like, clinical <coughs> stuff. Maybe that worked for you. Did not work for me at all. No. Not even a little bit. Nope. Okay. You want to move on? The cover of this book is very cool. Yes. It's pretty. And it looks like a, like a, like a pulp fiction cover. Yeah. It looked, it looked like it was going to be like spooky Halloween-y and it was. Yes. <laughs> well, and at the beginning, like they're talking about ghosts. So I'm like expecting ghosts and. Yeah. No. No. None of that. And it hips. And then we read I Kiss Shara Wheeler by yeah. Casey McQuiston. And it is about this girl who is in the running to be valedictorian is like 
rivals with the like popular blonde cheerleader chick. I don't even know if she's actually a cheerleader, but like the that type. The and the, the pretty Christian yeah. girl who gets everything. She yeah, the Quinn. The Quinn. <laughs> yes. Um, they go to a Catholic school. Her dad's the administrator. Yeah. Um. Anyways, she kisses her and then she disappears. On prom. And night. then on prom night, yes. Um, and then you find out that she also kissed another guy Rory. and then Rory that that's the one that sits on the roof right uh-huh. um, I was having a really hard time keeping all of their names straight I did in the middle <laughs> a little bit yeah between like Rory and Ash and, and Smith and Ace yeah I could tell Rory and Smith apart and like enough because their characters were really very different but like I couldn't remember who was who well until they the started Smith, talking Smith and Ace anytime that they were in the same thing I didn't know who was who yeah because <laughs> it was the same because we listened to this and yes the voices I, there's only so many teenage boy voices that you can do <laughs> exactly I think if I would have read it it would have been fine yeah um but anyway so they go they find these letters and they go on this like scavenger hunt to find out what happened to Shara because she disappeared. Yeah. And and chaos ensues. Chaos ensues always. <laughs> um I liked this one. It was my favorite of the four that we read, but it is my least favorite of all the Casey McQuiston books so far. I would say that, but like least favorite is kind of like how I felt about like the mat match, the well met series, is how they're not. They're all my favorite. Yeah. I have to put one last. This one is last. Yeah. Um, but that's only because I have to put one last. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still really, really liked it. I did too. I felt like there were some things that it was like almost like reading like a fantasy novel. Like I would love to live in a world where it turns out everybody is gay. Mm-hmm. But like everybody in this book turned everybody. out to be some kind of LGBT IA plus yeah representation, which like which was knew. fun, but and we knew that like at the end, like the rest of the high school didn't all feel that way, but everybody that had like been named to us all ended up being some there. yeah and like somehow, that's somehow. great, but also not realistic. Which, yeah, I mean, none of this stuff is because it's books. I mean, one last stop, this girl was stuck. Yeah, I mean, one last stop is definitely magical realism. It's, they're literally, she's like having sex on a train with a, with like the idea yeah. of somebody pretty much, but. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it, it was super fun. Like the mystery was fun. I have to tell you though, I did not like Shara or Chloe, but I liked the boys so Roy much. Roy and Smith were my favorite characters. Yes. I just want their story. I don't care about uh-huh. Chloe and Zara. Like, I knew that they were going to be together. I yeah. knew that. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. There is such a thin line between love and hate, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. she crossed over that almost immediately. I was yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yes. And the fact that, the sh- that like, Shara was like, I didn't know until you told me. You knew. Yeah. You knew. Come on. <sighs> Um, but like the whole like Smith figuring out still kind of what he is and how oh my god when they put the so flowers cool. in his hair it's so and the the gold eyeliner yeah I was like yes I loved it yes. I loved it so much the whole like Phantom thing I loved yes as soon <laughs> as it was like Phantom and Midsummer I was like mm-hmm. 
it's perfect. It's like it was written for me and Megan. Right, right. <laughs> but it was cute. I wish that the mystery cute. of where she was and everything lasted, lasted a longer. Bit longer. Me too. Like we found out. I was like, we're like barely halfway through this book. What else is going to happen? <laughs> and a lot happens, but I feel like it could have been done slower. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm kind of, I felt like it could have been shorter. Yeah. Because it's. There were parts that I was like, is this necessary to be going on and on and on this much about? It's only 350 pages, but it feels, it it feels longer. It's so pretty though. Look how pretty this book is, you guys. It's beautiful. Um, There's a lot that goes on in this book. Like in the beginning of the audiobook, they like tell you they're like FYI we are gonna deal with a lot of like homophobia and yeah. the bigotry and everything because this is about like queer people in this <clears throat> catholic school and yeah Christian this town that's very much like this so it like gives you that warning yeah. which is good but I didn't think it was as bad but I don't know um, but there is a lot of that in the book. Yeah, and her dad is the worst. Mm-hmm. Also, they do the whole uh, Lori Laughlin scandal too, mm-hmm. which the was kind of funny. Scandal. Yeah, yeah. Which I felt was kind of just like <clears throat> there. It was stacked on to have extra plot to the book. I felt yeah. like. Yeah, it's like we could have done more in the scavenger hunt and then not do that, and it still would have been good. Yeah. How did you feel about the burn pile stuff? <clears throat> I liked it most of the time. Once I, like, understood, like, what they were doing with it, I got it. And I wish that I would have, like, physically read it. Yeah, because it, like, I wish I would have, too, because it, like, looks cool. It looks like stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only Casey McQuiston book that I've uh, listened to and not physically read. Oh, I listened to, well, I, like, quasi listened to One Last Stop and yeah. read One Last Stop. I, I flipped back and forth. Yeah. But I physically read Red, White, and Red, and Blue. And honestly, like, if I would have known about this, I would have, I, I would say read it physically. I, I yeah. feel the same about Red, White, and Royal Blue. Because there's a lot of emails and texts and stuff. Uh-huh. And I prefer to read that kind of stuff instead of having them read to me. Yeah, I think... Other than the fact that I've already read Red, White, and Wild Blue, when right. I read it again, I'll probably listen to it just because it'll be easier <laughs> for me to get through quicker. Right. Um, but yeah, I think for these, for the Casey Question books, because she puts so much extra into them, which mm-hmm. is great, you you almost need to physically read them. Mm-hmm. Or audio, you know, listen to them and then go back and mm-hmm. look at some stuff, you know. Um, if you know Megan or I, sh- Megan has all physical copies of them. <laughs> yeah, I have all three of them. And so. I'm thinking about trying to to uh, get a hardback copy of One Last Stop because my other two are hardbacks. So yeah, you might inherit a, a paperback of One Last Stop. Perfect. Then I'll just get paperbacks of the other ones. And there I'll you go. Them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one I think was my favorite. Yeah, I, I go between that one and, and The Wicked Deep. Um, which are both YA, which is funny because I've not been in, enjoying YA lately. It's just, it feels, and that was the thing with this one is it just like, at times it felt pretty childish. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> whole like fight between Chloe and Georgia. <coughs> yes. Like, man, this is, I mean, they're in high school, but man, this is so high school. <laughs> yeah. Like just talk to each other, friends. Mm-hmm. 
but I get it. It's what you do in high school. You have fights over not talking to each other. Yes. And I feel like Casey McQuiston writes really good friend groups. She does. Like, I love the, like, the Brat Pack in mm-hmm. Red, White, and Royal Blue. I love the the crew from One Last Stop, the roommates, and then yeah. the the guy across the hall and his lover. And, like, I, she, and then I, I liked this, the ragtag group of, you know. Yeah. Miscreants. Like, the queer theater kids with some extras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, those were the four books we read this month. Well, on top or of the book club, that's one of the book club books. On top of the other, I think I counted. Yeah. I read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I read ten others. Place old. Jacqueline read forty. <laughs> I have to. Oh man, I always forget. I go in the wrong section to figure out what dates I read them in. So hold on. I just go into my challenge and I'm like, that was the last one I, I talked about, I'm pretty sure. And if I overlap, I overlap. Yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> one, two, three. 20? Yeah, you're at 75 <laughs> and I'm at 61. <laughs> Which. You guys, I was at like 50 something and Megan was at 60 and I was like, oh crap, I have to catch up. So I did. And I, I didn't cheat. I read them, but they are short books. Yeah. But. (sighs) Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go because it'll be quick. Okay. Um, I'm not going to explain every single one of the books that I read just because there's a lot of the same kinds of things. Um, I finished reading the Heroes and Villains books that we had talked about. Mm -hmm. I finished the Finley Donovan book. Um, (coughs) I read this book called Faking with Benefits by Lily Gold, which is this girl who's trying to have like a... um, She's trying to find somebody and all of her dates keep going wrong because she's like super clinical about it and super like, this is step one, this is step two, all that kind of stuff. So then her neighbors across the hall decide that they're going to help her and they're going to fake date her. Obviously, they they all end up falling in love. It's one of those books. It's fun. Um, And then I read a bunch of her other books, Lily Gold's books, and I liked them. Um, All the same kind of premise. Not like the same story but the same things happen you know um i read well played which is the second jen deluca book then i read a bunch of eva ashwood books which i'm not going to tell you all the names of and i'm gonna just end that there because (laughs) i'm just gonna end that there um i read so not meant to be which is by megan quinn and i had read one of hers earlier that was called um Oh my gosh, where was it? A not so meat cute. Um, and it's kind of related to this one. Like it's kind of like the Jasmine Guillory books where you don't have to read them to know what's mm-hmm. but like they're all in the same universe. It was cute. I liked it. Um, and then I read the Cold Classic, Wicked Deep, all of those. But yeah, my Eva Ashwood books, there are four. <coughs> four. 
There's like 12 of those and then four of the Lily Gold books. So it all just kind of went together. And like I said, they're just scrolling through my Kindle app, Kindle Unlimited, <laughs> real quick reading those. So that's what I read. KU for the win. Yeah, all right, they're all friends. free. Oh, my yep. mom asked us a question. Oh, sorry, Carrie. She said, have you guys heard of Her Majesty's Royal Coven? No, but I'm interested. We have it in our wish list or in our uh, holds for the library. Perfect. So we'll read it, Mama. We will be reading it. Listening. Yes. I still call that reading. Yeah. I have not physically read a book since Heartbreak Bakery. That's the last book I physically read. count flipping through them. I count that. That's still you're using your eyeballs yeah. instead of your ears. My mom said it sounds good. She went to Barnes and Noble today. I'm offended that I wasn't invited. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, what did you read? Okay, I read. I don't know if I talked about this, but I finished Every Harder Doorway, which is the small novella um, from Sean and McGuire that has the whole Wayward Children series. Yes. Yes. I, I only read the first one. I still need to go back and read the other ones. And then I read Rosaline Palmer Takes the Cake, which is what I wanted Love and Other Drugs to be. Not Love and Other Drugs, Love and Other Disasters. <laughs> um, and it's a it's a Brit rom-com. It takes place kind of at like during like a British baking show competition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a series. There's another one coming out really soon. And I was hoping Jack was going to get to read it before the library took it back, but she didn't get to, so I'm going to have to check it back out for her. Yeah, I was in a weird slump with these books, you guys. I did nothing until, like, I I scrolled my little quick ones and then did everything last week. Yeah. Um, But it's really cute. Winter Bakes All is the name of the series. And Paris Dalyancourt is about to crumble. Ooh. is the next one and it comes out in October All right. <clears throat> so that's exciting um and then I read the Cassidy Blake I think series Cassidy something yeah Cassidy Blake which are middle grade books about a girl whose parents are ghost hunters they do this like inspector show and her her dad is like a scientist non-believer and her mom's a believer um, but she can actually like Cassidy herself can actually see ghosts. Um, and so they're really fun. They're super short, um, like 272 pages, but what's fun is they all take place somewhere different. So city of ghosts takes place in Edinburgh. Um, tunnel of bones takes place in Paris and then bridge of souls takes place in new Orleans. And I think bridge of souls was my favorite. That's exciting. Yeah. They were really good. Um, and then I read Lessons in Chemistry, which I thought I was going to really like, and I did until about halfway through the book. And it's just very, it's kind of like Alice Hoffman, where it's like, there's just never really a climax. Got it. Like, everything just kind of stays, like, baseline the whole book. Um, it's fine, but it's not, like, I think my mom would really like, can I tell her that? But, like, TikTok is, like, obsessed with it. That's funny. And then I read the back catalog of Taylor Jenkins read, and then in the in July, I think I'm gonna read the front catalog, which is like the histories on and another life and one true life, one true loves, and I would rate them 
Forever Interrupted is my favorite, which is about a girl who like meets this guy and they have this whirlwind romance and they get married like within like a year of knowing each other. And then like a week and a half after they get married, he gets killed in an, like in a bike accident. Like a oh. he's going to get start get or something. Like he's riding his bike. Um, that's the start of the book. Is like he dies and then she's dealing with the like loss of him and what to do afterwards. But it like every other chapter is like her dealing with it and then how they met and like going through the whole like year of their relationship. It's fantastic. It's it's sad in parts, um, yeah. but it's really really good. Um, so that one's my favorite. And then my second favorite, which I had already read, is called Maybe in Another Life. Um, and it's this girl goes back to like to LA to go live with her best friend and her husband because she's like trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life. Pretty much. She just got out of this like affair with a married man. And so she's coming back to like start over and she goes to this bar. They all go out to a bar and she sees her high school boyfriend. And it's like, what would have happened if she would have left with him? And what happens if she goes home with her friend? And then it's, it's told in dual perspective. Um, And like the whole, and I, I, the first time I read it, I liked one timeline better than the other. And this time I couldn't decide. I liked both timelines the same. Interesting. So that was really good. Um, and then after I do is about a, two people are married and they hit like a rough patch. They've been like married. They were like college sweethearts and they got married right after college and they're in their like early thirties now. Okay. And they're hitting a rough patch and they decide to take a year off from their marriage. Oh. And so it's like what happens in the year off in their marriage. Um, it was it was good. I liked it. She writes really Taylor Jenkins writes, writes really good family, family characters. Yeah. And then <laughs> One True Loves, which is gonna be a movie with Philippa Sue, is about a girl who's high school boyfriend slash her husband disappears um and then two years later she's like she's like finally moved on and is engaged to somebody else and he resurfaces oh okay so she's just to decide if she's gonna go back to the husband to her actual husband or stay with her new fiance um yeah (laughs) so those were that's what i read in june and you guys i was supposed to read them she was them in the library for me and they all got returned today today (laughs) but i though i'm sure they're all still available because they're they're old like well 2016 the the last well-met well-met book is like easy to get like right away so i'm gonna do that one first nice since so i can finish the series again nice but then i'll go back and just add all these to my to the thing (laughs) yeah i like it I, like I was in this weird like something. <laughs> I didn't want to listen to anything at work. Like I didn't listen to books. I just listened to music. It was, it was a weird time. June was weird. Toward the end of June, I was kind of like, I need to do something else. I need yeah. to watch a movie or something. Um, but you know, when you've read seventy books <laughs> and it's only June, yeah, you can use you can have a break. Yeah, because you guys would think we were both trying to get to fifty. Actually, I was trying to get to twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my mom said how about discount armageddon it's a ya fantasy a girl from a family of cryptozoologists mom, i don't know what's happening but my it's like busting with love right now like the love reacts i don't know um, i like it studying ballroom in nyc is it ballroom dancing she's studying ballroom dancing mom she's probably gone by this point but it sounds interesting 
Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that one. Called Discount Armageddon. So if she has it, maybe I'll make her give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I have a gift card. She said yes. Tomorrow's a noble so that I need to spend. I'm assuming yes is to the ballroom dancing. <laughs> Got it. She's, She's a, a rebel. rebel. <laughs> She's a rebel. Thanks, Mama. Um, yeah, that sounds we'll have to do that one and Her Majesty's Royal Coven, which you said we have. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is in our holds. We don't have it yet. Right. But yeah. I put it on hold. I put that on hold, then I put something else on hold for you. Um, oh, the other one. Okay, so we have three weeks left on her world's my royal majesty's coven. Okay, <laughs> and then I I um held wild and wicked things for you. Ooh, because somebody told me that it was like I want to get it right. What I had heard is the wild and wicked things is like a fantasy version of. Greg Gatsby. Oh, okay. So, yes. I was like, yes, we'll have to read that. It has three narrators, so I like that. It's long, too. It's like 15 hours, so. All right. So, I'll get me through two days at work. And I also have Atlas 6, because everybody keeps talking about that, too. Yeah. So. So, that was June, guys. (coughs) So, do we want to talk about what we're going to do for July? Yeah. So we're not going to read a book for July. I mean, we're going to read s- several, I'm sure. But gonna we're not going to. We're not going to have a specific. We're not going to have a, a signed book for July. We're going to do a review. Um, kind of go over our, what we've read. The 70 books that Jacqueline has read. 75. Yeah, 75. At the end um, of July, who knows how many it'll be. Yeah. And talk about our goals. Um, but also there is this middle of, or what is it called? The 2022 mid-year book freakout tag. So we'll go through the tag. It's like 14 questions about the books you've read so far this oh, year. Interesting. So I thought that would be fun. Yeah. I've already decided that I'm, like I said, I'm going to read well-matched. <laughs> mom goes, what? Like you're busy? Yes, mom. We're very busy. Um, so I'm going to read well-matched. I am going to read, read, I'm probably going to listen to Red, White, and Royal Brew red white and royal blue because me too i haven't read it other than that first time me either yeah so i want to read that one for sure so those two will definitely be on my list and then we'll see what happens from there mm-hmm. you know these books that we <laughs> keep talking about that my mom suggested that megan put on hold and all sorts of things they'll be there mm-hmm. sure i'll still have my kindle unlimited friends just because that's who i am as a person yep. maybe i'll add them to my list maybe i won't yeah she <laughs> likes to hide them I do like to hide them. Um, Apparently, Cameron read Ink Spell when he was at camp and he loved it. I love Ink Spell. I don't know what that is, but that sounds fun. It's so good. I have Squad in the, in our um Yeah. Holds. Nope. Checked out in our okay. on our shelf. It's a graphic novel and I'm gonna read that. Nice. It's about werewolves, so I'm kind of excited about that. So Mom, are you talking about Inkheart? Because Inkheart was first. Then it's Ink Spell. But it's about, um, it's fantasy things. Gotcha. Um, Inkheart, I know, because of the Brandon Fraser movie. Yeah, it's Inkheart and then Ink Spell and all of that. This book 
comes to life, kind of, sort of. Gotcha. It's exciting. Alrighty. I think that's all we've got, unless everybody anybody has any more questions or suggestions or yeah. Got anything else, Mama? Since you were the most active right now. Yeah, thoughts about what we should read for August. Mm-hmm. You can also add them in the poll in the group mm-hmm. when we put it up. Alrighty. Do I have to take us out or do you take us out? You take I, us out. I lost the show notes. So that's fun. <laughs> They're up on my computer somewhere, but I can't find them. Alrighty, guys. If you want to keep talking about our June books or you just want to keep hanging out, you can find us at Like This Pod on Instagram, Like This underscore pod on Twitter, backslash Like This Pod on Facebook, and Like This Pod.com. Oh, and Like This Pod on TikTok. This didn't have Like This Pod.com on it. Um, <laughs> you can find me personally at Louder Than Words on Instagram and, and Twitter. You go. <laughs> And you can find me at princess underscore Jack on Instagram or Jack4104 on Twitter. Jack is J-A-C-Q. If you want to support the show, there's a link in our show notes to our Patreon page, or you can rate and review us on your podcast carrier. This helps us out a lot, and we really appreciate it. We will see you guys next month when we do the 2022 Mid-Year Book Freakout Tag. And read whatever you want and tell us about it. Yes. So thanks for listening. Also, we will return first week in August but we don't know what we're doing yet. Bye!